Whenever I listen to Tim and his panel of guests, my toes begin to curl, and I feel just the right amount of tingling all over my aching body. Now, let's get back to the show. (laughs) Well, hello and welcome to The Fortress. What an exciting day it is. At the time of recording, it is Friday, the 22nd of September, and that's the date that we've been waiting for for a long, long time. Now, before you turn off because you think it's all about Kylie in this episode, it's not. It's actually a Madonna episode much more than anything else. We're going to be talking about the celebration tour and what we can expect and maybe what scandals will erupt as she makes her way around the world. She's starting really soon, October 14, in fact. But... I can't let it go by. What a strange day it's been. It's been the day I've been waiting for for so long, just like you. Tension's released. I love it. I've been listening to it for a little while now, and it's a great piece of work, and some of those tracks are are really growing on me, I have to say. But can I bore you for a second? I need to share this. So the iPhone 15 was released today. Now... I'm going to tell you a story, and I fully anticipate that I will be the one (laughs) who you put through the shredder, and you'll probably think I deserved it, but I'm now into my seventh hour in this ordeal. I woke up this morning very early, listened to Tension on streaming for the first time, reading the reactions, doing everything you're doing, right? Because it's an exciting day in the world of pop. And then I was the first one in the store to go and pick up my pre-order for the iPhone 15 Pro, which I've been waiting for for a long time. Now, I'm going to try and cut a very long story short. I get it home, everything's just so, I'd taken the day off work, this is my day. But then I can't transfer all my data from my previous phone, the 13, to the 15. Because what have I done? I went and pre-ordered the 128 gigabyte, instead of the 256, and I have the 256, so I'm like, oh, okay, hmm, that's a bit of an issue, so, and and believe me, when you can't transfer the data, you can't transfer the data, it comes up with an enormous sign saying, not enough memory, and it makes you reset the whole phone back to the beginning, anyway, I ring Apple, and they tell me not a problem, you can bring it back, but I didn't buy it from Apple, the reason I called Apple's because I was hoping they might be able to give me some solution. Can I use a cloud or something like that? So they were like, don't worry about it. It's no, no big deal. Just go and get... Uh, because I said I'd, I'd prefer to get the 256. Is that a possibility? Sure. JB Hi-Fi Australia, and here's a warning for you all, anyone in Oceania where JB Hi-Fi exists, and if you don't know what it is, it's basically a retail shop Um, very successful one that sells computers, laptops, electronics of all kinds. It's it's usually a great store, but if you're going to buy the Apple iPhone or anything to do with Apple or Bose for that matter, be really, really cautious because they were extremely unhelpful. I conceded my part in the ordeal. I put my hands up when I rang them up, but it was like, yep, I've ordered the wrong phone. Can I bring it back? No, you can't because you opened the box. (sighs) I've opened the box. Okay, 
And then I was curious, but Apple tell me if I'd purchased it from them, I could take it back. I have 14 days grace. Well, they say Apple's licensed to resell those phones. We're not. So look, I am not trying to be unreasonable here. I understand that. They are trying to say that they will make a loss on that phone. (sighs) Okay, I get it. But look, I'm sure probably when I tick some boxes, we all do when you order online, there probably would have been something about that. Buyer beware, hands up in the air. But I'm just surprised that that isn't really more out there. If you purchase a phone from us, we do not accept returns, except in the case where there's a faulty item. And then I've rung their head office, I've rung other stores, I've spoken to managers, area managers, got advice, do what I do best, because it's sort of my line of work too, to be an advocate, um, but to no avail. So I am now selling the iPhone. It's no good to me. I can't If I can't transfer everything over, and I just don't have the expertise to work out how to shove it up in a cloud and keep bringing it back whenever I want. And I did try setting it up and some of the apps won't open because there's, you know, limited storage. It's just, yeah, that's why I went 256 in the first place. I'm not going to live like this. I won't live like this where you can't open an app and you're not sure. It doesn't even say you can't open because there's no storage. It just won't open. And you think there's an error and a problem and you ring tech and da 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 da. So it's been, <laughs> it's been a very frustrating day, I have to say. So it's actually nice to be here with you trying to come back to my happy place and there is so much happy stuff happening at the moment not the least of which is tension so tell me which of those tension tracks are grabbing you what are the ones that are really jumping out as your favorite and also the one that you think should be the next single i've been reading your comments across social media and it certainly seems like vegas high seems to be the pick of the crop, although the one that Hold On To Now is also popular. Look, I think Hold On To Now has become more popular because she just sang it live over there, right? Um, In the UK. How good was that Padam? I asked for Epic. We all asked for Epic. My God, that intro. She didn't smile. She didn't thank us. She was a goddess as she performed Padam. And Tension Live was fantastic. Hold On To Now. Look, this is a great album. I just, I'm really looking forward to getting this iPhone saga done so that I can go and absorb myself into it properly on streaming along with all of you because it feels like such a communal experience, doesn't it? In today's podcast, we are mainly talking about Madonna and her upcoming tour, but you have been sending me messages and to my shame, I haven't been getting around to them. So it is now time that we... Did a bit of a a podcast, you can go back and have a look, it's Tension is Everything, it's titled, and it was literally a group of fans that spoke, we were all in, no, we weren't all in a late time zone, actually, the people from all over the world, I was in a very late time zone, and we all watched it one time only, and we came together to speak about it. Now, that caused some ripples, I can tell you, because... Initial reactions are often not authentic ones either, to be fair, so I can't even remember what was said, but some of the audio responses and text messages you've been sending through have suggested that you, a lot of you, 
didn't take too kindly to some of the feedback. Um, from memory, I was all pumped up and just, and I still am, in absolutely in love with that video clip. It's, uh, wow, I just, it, yeah, it's such a renaissance, isn't it? We haven't seen epic videos like that from Kylie in a long time, so it was delightful. But let's go to just one of the people who have sent us an audio message. I cannot recall your name, sir. I'm very sorry, but I'm sure you say it at the beginning of this message. Let's have a listen to what one American had to say after listening to the Tension is Everything podcast. Uh, so I'm a first-time listener. I only uh, just found you because of Tension. Uh, and I'm leaving you this message as I'm crossing the Bay Bridge in San Francisco, California. I'm one of the Yanks. One of the Yanks. Um, I just wanted to comment because I heard you talk about Kylie in America and there was one person on the podcast that was saying that they prefer that she not make it big in America and I want to tell you as an, uh, an American that I agree I don't want her to be big in America I was always the unpopular gay in my high school who enjoyed Kylie while all my friends were listening to other things like Madonna, Debbie Gibson, Martika back in the 80s and I was listening to The Locomotion and I should be so lucky um, and I liked not fitting in and I liked that even to this day I tell people do you know who Kylie Minogue is and they're like who and I want to be different I don't I don't want her to um, be mainstream American uh, you know pop star I don't think that that would be that who truly Kylie is um, I think she's a gem a jewel and she deserves to be in her own category and mainstream America is just probably not the best place for her. I don't think she would be as appreciated um, or as genuine to who she is in her artistic self um, and her uniqueness. So those are my two cents to you. Thank you. Good day. Well, thank you, kind sir. And now I remember why I couldn't remember your name because it wasn't in there at all. But we know you were from San Francisco. Thanks for listening and thank you for sending that thought bubble through. Um, via audio message. Now, if you want to do the same, if you would like to send an audio message through, you grab your phone. <laughs> Did I just say that? If you have a working phone, because I've got two sitting here next to me that need restore, backup, whatever. I don't even know if I have a phone, but I'll fix that, I promise. Um, <laughs> get out your phone, grab the Audio Memo app. Every single phone has one. Record a few minutes and then email it email is much better if you send it via messenger it's just too difficult to download it's a whole it's a whole saga and our special email address is time to talk australia at outlook.com and kim from sweden you set a very good example for the rest of this lot over here you really do you often send us some audio thoughts and it's very greatly appreciated, and we often get text messages about your audio messages. So, what were you messaging us about? It was erotica. So, if you want to go to our podcast channel, Spotify, iHeart, Google, we're on all the platforms, you can find our erotica retro review podcast. And Kim listened to that and sent us his thoughts. Hi, team. This is Kim from Finland, your new best friend. I was listening to your podcast about Madonna's erotica 
I'm holding the CD in my hand now, and I have a few things to say. First of all, um, your guests, I agree with so much of what they said, and I'm gonna try not to get too personal now. But this era, made, uh, it meant so much to me. Erotica is not my favorite Madonna album. It's probably around like five, six, seven or somewhere like that. But it meant so much to me because I was 17. I had moved to another city and I was just exploring my uh, <clears throat> homosexuality because I'm a very homosexual person. Uh, and this was at the time when we were really scared of HIV and AIDS. And then came Madonna with Erotica. I mean, she made such an F-ing impact. And I love so many songs on this record, like Deeper and Deeper. And also these songs that um, only Madonna fans know, like Words and Thief of Hearts. I love them. And of course, Rain. Rain is one of the best songs I ever heard. And as you pointed out on the girly show when she made this uh, cross thing, whatever it's called, with Rain and the other song, Just My Imagination. Uh, it's so, 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 so good. So I love it. And um, yeah, I'm trying to compress my feelings about this, but it's funny how um, some records are not your favorite records, but they mean so... I'm trying not to swear now. But they mean so much to you. And erotica means a lot to me. I really, really appreciate it. So thank you, Madonna. Bye from Finland. Kim, really personal feedback there. Authentically, genuinely, thank you. It was a privilege to listen to what erotica meant to you. And it's always a joy to know that you are walking your dog around there in Sweden, where I imagine it's very cold and white, and listening to us in your little earphones in your ears. Thank you. So now it's time to walk into the fortress and start talking all things Madonna. I can tell you what, this celebration tour, I just have a hunch that it's going to be mega in terms of media coverage, controversy. And even if that doesn't happen, although I think it will, the one thing I know for sure is it for a fan who's been around for a very long time, it's going to be wall-to-wall references. So your average Madonna fan in the crowd or just, you know, that person who comes along casually, they're not going to be in for the same treat as the rest of us because I have a feeling if you look hard this is the type of show that you could watch three four five times and keep catching references to little moments in her career that's my prediction that's what I think she's going to do I think there's going to be all kinds of clever historical references that only we would get and will you get more than me we should actually keep a tally card shouldn't we let's let's do that keep a tally card let's Count the references. Come on. Oh, can you hear that? Let's get into the fortress. Coming to you from the mountain fortress of pop culture. You're listening 
to Time to Talk. You don't think I'm overexposed, do you? Hello, friends. How are you? Very well. Uh, wonderful. So who wonderful. have we got? We're all over the planet tonight. We've got oh, Henrik, we've got David, and we've got Tori. Welcome, friends. Hey, Hello. what's up, everybody? Sweet Hi, Great Hi, to see you? you. Now, for those of you here, I'll do the introductions. I'm a very good host. Henrik, I believe you've met David before. David, this is Henrik. Henrik, yes, we, we know each other from the old days. From the old days, that's before. right. And I don't believe any of you have met this kind gentleman over here to my right. This is Tori. Yes. Hello. Hello, Hello. Hello everybody. I'm actually from Detroit, Michigan. Oh, uh, wow. I'm, I'm from Madonna's hometown. Madonna's yeah, hometown. that's cool. I'm from Chicago, man. So yeah, David, almost neighbors. And look, and I just left. I just left Chicago. I was there this weekend. <laughs> very good, very good. So <laughs> on October fourteen, I believe it is. It's Madonna yes. is about to take over planet Earth once again. She's starting that celebration tour that stalled in the most unfortunate of ways. But we're all here to talk about what we should expect. What's oh, likely, what's not likely, <laughs> because anything is possible when it comes to Madonna, right, David? Yes, I'll be there February 1st. That's the new rescheduled date. I mean, again, I have to be human about it. And uh, at first I rolled my eyes, but then, you know, I didn't realize yeah. we have we gotten the true, the actual true story yet. We, we're not going to hear from Madonna about this, but I was, I was saddened, you know, all of us, all of her fans and you know, I would think anybody would have a heart and say, just get better. We don't need to lose another icon. <laughs> and I guess it, it was, it was, it wasn't looking good. So I, I obviously knew she was going to cancel or postpone her concert. And thank, thank God she postponed. I, is it too early? That's the big question. I don't, I'm worried about her health during such a, you know, a very strenuous show because this woman gives her all and then some. And she's 65 now. There's a lot of conspiracy theories. You said before, did we really get the full story? Now, we've got another guest in this very podcast who has suggested there was a bit of an insurance rationale for these shows being cancelled and to boost ticket sales and to get excitement. This is the last time you may ever see a legend. That's what he's suggesting. Is that what you were thinking too? What did you mean by, did we get the whole story? Oh, I no, I'm not. I'm not believing those conspiracy theories. Uh, yes, those were circling around the internet. Uh, I believe no. I believe she truly was sick. Um, the Narcan thing really freaked me out. Uh, I've got family in the medical field. They're like, you don't use that for a bacterial infection. You use it for drug overdoses. Yeah. Is she pill popping like Prince and Michael? That's the first thing I thought, and then I'm like. I no, I didn't. I wasn't thinking about the whole. Um, oh, her her show is not sold out. We need we need something like I, that'd be pretty sick in my mind if her team was doing something like that. Hey, Henrik, is Madonna coming your way? Tell everyone where you're from. I'm from Sweden. We are uh, we are what we are among the first shows. She's seen here in Stockholm on October twenty eighth. The whole, I mean, does she need anything, uh, insurance fraud or something? I mean, she's Madonna. She has the name for herself. She's just, she can just say, I'm here at Madonna. And everyone will be like, uh, I'm coming. 
<laughs> I mean, Absolutely. I mean, I got. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I've t- I've tried to get my boyfriend now to go and see her live, and he's like, no, he doesn't want to go because I'm not gonna say her infamous Eurovision performance will forever haunt her. After that, he's like, he's done. He was like, nope, I'm not gonna see Madonna. No way, no in hell. Nope, no, no, no. I believe that we are in for the tour of her career. I think she is going to be the most bratish, the most outrageous, the most scandalous. I think she's going to push every button known to mankind during this tour. I've just got this feeling in my waters that she doesn't want people to think of her as that very ill lady that she was three months ago. She wants people to remember that she is the absolute queen of manipulation and bratish behavior. I think we are in for a fucking treat. What do you reckon? She's she's the queen. Like, did you see her latest TikTok? She's the queen. Look at her. Look, she looks amazing. And I don't think that, I don't think she's going to like let this, this mishap happen. You know, like, I don't think she's going to let that affect her. Um, I was supposed to see her in August, you know, for August 5th show here in Detroit. And then, of course, obviously when that happened. So now I, I have to see her in the, in the wintertime as well. I think it's January 15th. I'm taking my 12-year-old nephew. He loves Madonna. Oh, dear. He asked me. He heard, that he heard you know, when she was going on tour. He was like, can I go? And I'm like, yeah. Oh, dear, says Henrik. I think that she's going to, like, kick ass. Absolutely. I'm looking and forward you, to it. Did you say you're taking a 12-year-old? Yes. He's 12, and he loves Madonna. <laughs> And look, let's be honest, it's 2023. He's probably already seen her breasts. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? It's different It's different now than it was when, when I was 12. Because at that time, you had the sex book. You had erotica. You know, Justify My Love. I, I don't think she's going to... I mean, she might. she's going to probably bring some heat with that or whatever. But I don't think she's going to do it like she did it back then, you know? So, yeah. You Americans on the line can help me understand this. Apparently, there was a little rumor that she was already going to try to get herself arrested in Tennessee uh, by (laughs) having drag queens on the stage. What is it in Tennessee? Is there a law against drag? Yeah, there is. You know, now there's like a lot of the southern states are like they're like trying to pass these laws. They don't like the drag queens reading books to kids because they think, you know, like it's super hypersexual and all that stuff. I don't really, I don't have a problem with it as long as it's appropriate, you know, like, I don't think anything's wrong with that, but yeah, but they're trying to do that in Tennessee. And so she's got Bob, the drag queen opening up for her. Yeah. What do you, what do you all think though? Are we going to see Madonna in handcuffs? No, not going to happen. You know, uh, so many count that look what look at doja cat now i mean so madonna's almost tame compared to most artists nowadays i don't think she has anything to worry about there yeah Hmm. interesting you say that it would be interesting to listen back to this in three months time when she's behind bars with trump (laughs) (laughs) you know it would it would revive her career in a new way (laughs) <laughs> but I, I still think the millennials and the Gen Zers won't care about her, except for Tori's nephew. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you, She's you think that this new generation have seen it all. They're the most innocent generation ever. They think they're not. But these yeah. woke generation, I mean, Madonna's had more people go down on her than the Titanic. And these people don't even know what that means. The young people oh are the most shockable. I think Madonna's going to haunt yeah. their dreams. 
I would like, look, I would love to see Madonna. Yeah. yeah, I, 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 to get a little bit of blonde ambition, Madonna, the old days, Madonna, the, the mm-hmm. brash, you know, in your face. I don't, you know, artistic integrity, quote unquote. Yeah, but I don't know if we still have that from her. Now it seems like desperation. And I'm a true loving Madonna fan, but I'm, I'm just, I'm more of a realist than her other mm-hmm. fans that are. She can't do any wrong. She's the queen, you know. I would love to see her be badass, but don't be so contrived when you do it. I don't know. I, I understand. Can I, t- I cannot mean. I just want her to know, and I, mean, I want her to pull off a little bit of a Taylor Swift thing, you know, going through era and era, oh. and now she pulls out like the, I mean, like she's doing, like David said, she pulls out a little bit from everywhere. I mean, I want her to bring a little bit of the Confession Tour from 2006. Love that show she did. I mean, I want her to bring that, and maybe like they said, the blonde and blonde era. You know, to pull out the different kinds of eras. Bring the full. Give us the whole history of Madonna. I mean, I'm with the, you on that. I think she, that would that would be the iconic tour for her to pull up her whole career. Showcase. This is for well, how long is it? Forty years she has done this. Forty years. Yeah. yeah. This is my life in my career in forty years. Show us. Apparently she has went and got that, you know, the, the amazing outfit, I'm not a fashionista, that she wore uh, as she came up for Blonde Ambition with Express Yourself. Apparently she's going to wear that. Mm. I mean, we I have the, the cone bra? The exact the outfit. Bra. The exact outfit. Apparently <laughs> wow. it's, been, it's been brought out of, of uh, dust mothballs and it's been... Dry cleaned, it's ready to go. It might have had to be let out a little bit, but besides that, it's ready to go. Well, yeah, she's I mean, got like a, a she's got a BBL now. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> she had her butt done. Oh yeah, but it doesn't eat. It doesn't look like it's the same now. So I don't know. It all settles. It all settles. It's, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> What I do you mean, guys I, think about that? Do you, what do you what do you think about the work that she's had done? I like, think in terms I of- think that's part of this quote unquote bacterial infection. Stop putting yeah. artificial things in your body. You know, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I, it's it's unfortunate I because I mean, we're maybe Madonna will talk about it when she writes her book, but we're not going to hear anything. Um, you know, anything now in present mm-hmm. time. I mean, I wanted to go. This should be the big grand finale tour of her career. You know, showcase everything that was that we love about Madonna. We want everything. Screw 2023. You know, prudeness. Give us everything. I'm one of those fans who believe she can. She can show the world what we've got. What she's got. A hundred percent. If she does it uh, masterfully, and I believe she can. So, uh, one of the things I think is likely. This is, you know, everyone listening is going to go, oh, God, please don't bring Kylie into this. But I'm going to. I think that we're finally going to see Madonna, Madonna and Kylie together. <laughs> uh, no, Kylie's not a second-rate version of anyone, David. Don't get me mad. <laughs> don't get me angry. Don't, don't you say anything about Kylie. 
<laughs> she's just Kylie. She's not she's the Australian girl. Okay. Madonna. I no, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you see that? I'm just going to pull the dagger out of my sight. Hang on a sec. <laughs> yeah, that's better. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, I'd, but they're both on tour. They're both killing it at this stage of their career. Like, And people say Madonna's not killing it. Fucking hell, are you mad? She's selling out stadiums across the globe. If that's not killing it at her age, I, mean, I don't know what it is. Arena is almost sold out. Well, you know what I was going to ask you guys? Like, what did you guys think when um, – because I was thinking, like, is she going to – did she go back – after you know the incident happened you know is she gonna not dance as much because i wasn't sure mm. you know but it seems like she's ready i think she's got something to prove at this point now she wants to let everybody know despite what happened this year you know i'm coming back to kick your butt you know and especially now that beyonce exceeded her you know the the um i think B madonna held the 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 um the most well she was the highest um, when it came tour, to tour, yeah. she sold the most. Yeah. So Beyonce just exceeded her by like maybe what a few thousand or whatever. So I think she's gonna try. I don't know if she's gonna be able to. And do that Taylor again, will. But, you know, I just feel Beyonce like by the end of the year she's got something to so, prove. Yeah. So, Trying to steal back the crown, you reckon? Yeah. Wow. Okay. But the great thing about it, like, and and I agree, um, David, I agree with you because I feel like you know she needs to like I I don't know. I was I was talking to a cousin of mine. He's like 16, and he um, loves Madonna too. I got like a lot of young young people in my family that loves Madonna, because that's what we grew up on, right? So I just I was talking to him about like I feel like she should be a little bit more like Mariah in a way of like being graceful instead of like desperate, you know, like to do a different. Because I like the fact that Mariah just gets online and she just like. Yeah, I know, but you know, Mariah is like a little bit more graceful, and she's like, oh, you know, she doesn't overdo it madonna kind of overdoes it <laughs> um point of order. my hands uh, up point point of order um did somebody just describe mariah carey as graceful <laughs> oh is she not oh come on now no Ooh. i'm sorry i love mariah i love her i mean but... mariah and madonna into a different lanes i know it's different. the vocalist with golden pipes madonna is yeah. the showgirl that's true well i you know the thing is is that i feel like you know um, mariah she does like She'll come out on interviews. She, she she lets you know that she's like royalty, and she doesn't have to prove anything. And that and that's what I want Madonna to do because I'm like I feel and like she Madonna still doesn't know her. Out. Yeah, Madonna still come out in her panties, and I'm like Madonna, you don't have to put a, you don't have to come out in your panties. Since Rebel Heart days, I feel like that Madonna has gone by the wayside. Her creativity and her. <sighs> And her just, uh, yeah, that, that kind of surprise factor that she, now it's like we look at her and we, and again, I'm a big fan, but I roll my eyes at her more now than anything else. St get out of your bathroom, girlfriend. Stop doing those bathroom videos. <laughs> they drive me crazy. It's not creative. It's not cool. You look dumb. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, we all here. We're talking about the ice bath. <laughs> no. Madonna spends a lot of time in her bathroom. A yes. suspicious amount. Is this on TikTok, y'all? Yeah, look at her TikTok and Instagram mm. videos. It's all is about her bathroom. Oh, TikTok. Yeah, when well, she's on TikTok. Yeah. I don't have TikToks. So I'm not seeing anything. So I was like, what the hell are you talking oh. about? I was like, oh, I don't have TikTok. <laughs> when Madonna posts an Instagram from her headquarters in her bathroom, and she often mm. does, mm -hmm. I'm just going to admit it. I like to zoom in. 
on every part of her bathroom to see mm-hmm. what she's got back there, a little holster with her razor and what type of ointments and creams she's got because <laughs> that's how often she streams from her bathroom that you can actually yeah. go exploit. I know every nook and cranny of her bathroom. Yeah. Is that sick? No. Tim, yes, I'm going to ask you this. When she did that, when she did that, uh, that question questionnaire, and she was in her New York apartment. Did yeah. you see the the rat that ran in the background? Oh yes. God! <laughs> what? That Wait. was good. Yeah, David, have you not seen that? That's crazy. Come on. Yeah, I mean, David, you need. Thing. I mean, it's Rebel Heart era, I think. Darling, yeah. that was all over the internet. The whole Madonna sitting there drinking wine and be like, yeah, and that's when she was like, you know, background. is Drake is Drake a good kisser? Yes. Is, is, is this what yeah. we're talking about? Yeah, and then yeah. you see like the I little rat from running behind her. Yeah, oh. she said, "I kissed the girl and I liked it." Well, I mean, I want, I mean, I want Madonna to do a little bit more. Carry residency. Give us the hits. I mean, give us the greatest hits you have. Don't mm. bring out the whole the new recent stuff. We don't care. We want the hits. I mean, uh, we want yeah. the old hits. Everyone knows the words. Everyone knows the dance moves. We want those hits in the on this original tour. form. I do yes. not want to hear Candy Shop again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, I gotta say, I mean, bring out the biggest hits, and like David said also about that, bring out stuff that don't feel forced. I mean, the whole Madam X, I didn't never really understand that part of her. I was like, what is this? I don't understand this whole. I mean, bring out the creativity that don't feel forced. Bring out the natural stuff again. What makes good? Don't I mean the hung up song with the influence of ABBA? Want, I, I want the I want the 2006 version of that to end the yeah. whole concert. The original. That, yes, I mean that is an iconic. I want the the bird like a virgin song, like a prayer. I mean the frozen. We want. I want. Don't do a remix on the whole thing. It makes mm-hmm. no sense. I want to hear crazy for you. In this used to be my playground. Oh yes. <sighs> Can I get oh, a mallet? That would be a miracle. <laughs> she's saying this used to be my playground. David, what are you gonna say? No, I, I, I would love like to hear her sing "This Used to Be My Playground," but I, I would be floored if she sang that. She's never performed that song live, so that would be, uh, that would be truly fantastic. Or, or I'll remember. I would love for her to sing that song. Don't the gays want Vogue? We want to see the Vogue, darling. Yes, give us the Vogue. Yeah. To be fair, though, she always does Vogue. Not she on does, the, yeah. n- not always, not the confession tour. She songs. didn't do that. Wow. Oh, she didn't do that on the confession tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. But okay. that's still one that's that, awesome but it's heart. still a part of her repertoire. <laughs> so I think that's still like one of the songs she's got to do because it was one of her biggest hits. Yes. You know, but maybe I mean, do it in a different way. I guess she always re- reinvents it. So. Part, if this is a greatest hits tour, and some fans keep correcting me that it's not, it's a celebration tour, I'm asking them the very basic question, what is the difference? But if it is a greatest hits tour, I don't know if things like Rescue Me will come out because it's a fan favourite, but is it yeah. one of the classics? I'm not sure. But like you say, um, used to be my playground. I don't know if she's ever performed that on tour, has she? I'm, I'm sorry. She has. I, I yeah. dropped out. I Can you guys hear me now? <laughs> Sorry. You did, yeah, but you're back, back with with bells on. Yay, David's okay. back! Right, no, because okay. I was I was replying to Tori about uh, this used to be my playground. Mm-hmm. No, she's never sang that live. She's never sang one of my favorite, and I think it's it's one of her most masterful songs. Uh, I'll remember. Yeah, 
I would love to hear Spotlight. I think that is such a jam and a great 80s jam. She could open the um, celebration tour with the song Spotlight. I'd be thrilled. I mean, that would be sh- that, that would, would be, be shocking. Nice. That's yeah. that would be shocking Madonna for me. Yeah. I've, I think y'all need to rewrite her whole schedule of those uh, playlists. And here's the playlist you would want to perform. Yeah. Actually, in all honesty, what is she going to open with? I mean, with a back catalogue like that, yeah. a celebration to her like this, and what can she will open with? Listen, we, we're all Madonna fans, right? So why did not why why didn't she invite Nikki and Donna back? Why? Oh, that's I actually feel like they had the best harmony together. Like, I love when they sang "Rain" together, and you know, and then the holiday holiday celebration. <laughs> That's I it. just love it, you know? So I'm like, why didn't she bring them back? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, there was a big rumor that Nikki and Donna were coming back, but it's clearly okay. not so because so they're know. both on social media very actively and mm-hmm. it's not like they're trying to hide anything. They're, they're doing their own thing. They've got projects. They're, yeah. they're not offline. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, waiting but- for you guys to join in in song, okay? <laughs> I, mean, I, don't know what, I don't know what song <laughs> she should open but with. But I do, I do think that the holiday would be a great opening number yeah or well, she always closes with holiday close with, well she closed uh her girly show with everybody i think everybody is definitely mm-hmm. going to be played um but mm-hmm. will it be first last middle because everybody is where it all came from i think we'll hear lucky star borderline holiday maybe physical attraction she'll go heavy on the early stuff yeah for sure all right. One thing I want to know if you're all as scared of as me. Is she going to do any of those modern ones that she's just released over the past 12 months? As Henrik said, not. Material Bro, Girl, please. Hung Up, <laughs> and Frozen. I hope not. Rick said, I hope not. <laughs> well, I think she'll I mean, do the, I mean, the Frozen mixes out of all her newer mixes. I think the Frozen ones were the best. Yeah, I think we'll get, we'll get, we'll get one of those rehashed mixes, but I don't think she'll go heavy on mm-hmm. them. I don't want to see Katy Perry on stage chugging a banana. Oh my god! What's <laughs> <laughs> going? And you're only allowed to come back as an ex dancer if you haven't sued her in the past, <laughs> right? That's the criteria. Yeah, you're mean. You're so mean. Sorry. <laughs> I like Katy Perry, but I don't want her to come back and chug a banana. <laughs> I mean, the only thing, if I can tune in, the only thing I don't want to see is don't make it political. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Keep oh, that yeah. out. I mean, that's the only thing. I mean, I mean, I know we all know Madonna is very open and vocal about mm-hmm. what she thinks. I was like. Please don't make this political because I don't want your celebration tour to be just focused on that. Because if it is, that's all we're going to remember. Be like, no, just keep, just focus on the music, please. Yeah. So, and then this is the election you're coming up to. So it's going to be like, you know, if Trump is running again and stuff, we know she's going to talk shit about him. So yeah. During uh, Blonde Ambition, she was supporting Bill Clinton's campaign. Bill Clinton. Yeah. 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 But look, uh, Henrik, that's a very admirable dream to keep it non-political, but Mm -hmm. wherever there is a headline to be grabbed during the next six months, she's going to grab it. And if she doesn't do something to Donald Trump on stage, like, rip his head off or shred his picture up or <laughs> I would be very, very surprised. This is going to be wall to wall headlines. I, I don't think any any one of you guys have any concept of what she's got up her sleeve. This yeah. is just gonna be and the only question is, will the world 
sigh and say, will she just stop? We're not actually excited or titillated anymore. Or will we go, there she is. There's that brilliant, brilliant woman who knows how to cause a storm and put a focus on something important. I think, as you say, I think she needs to find the fine line of both because she, we, know, we know what we, we, she knows what we are expecting of her. But then again, don't do oh too much because then we're gonna do a David be like hi a sigh and be like why? So she needs to find the fine balance of give us the Madonna we want, but don't give us the Madonna. Be like no, thank you. She needs to focus on the music and the music wholly without all the gimmicks and i think that'll that'll be the true success mm. of the tour did you guys get that? such wishful thinking david it's not gonna happen <laughs> well, yeah. Me, I mean, yeah yeah we got, got it, it but like let me... <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm yeah, sorry I mean, I'm can i just tune in what do i you asked me before about what do i expect what do i don't expect i mean the main question is for me is that how's the voice because uh, mm. that's my big thing. I'm, I'm, I'm be like, if you want to lip sync the whole show, fine. But I was like, how is gonna be the singing and the dancing? That because we we know what we expect with Madonna, with the dancing and that. But I be like, what's the what, how is gonna be with the dancing and the singing? That's my question. It's hey, and, you know and what, and I, I'm I'm in my forties and I, I'm exhausted sometimes, uh, so I don't. I don't see how she can do it, but I think because she is a, you know, she is a, you know, um, a dancer, guru. you know, she's been doing it forever. I think that she'll be able to like snap back and have a great show, but I just, I'm, I, I'm a little bit worried because there's so many dates, <laughs> you know, like back to back. How many dates are there? I, that I don't know, but I know it was a lot. Really a, it was a lot. It was yeah, a lot before, but I think they lot. did cancel some. Yeah. David's back. So. Sorry, David, I apologize. You, you, know, you, you know how many dates it is, David? I don't know how many dates. I know it's from October till March or April. Okay. okay. So if that's, gonna that's, if I, that's six if months. I, you know? if, I gonna tr- if you're going to trust Wikipedia, it's 78. It's almost 80 shows. Jeez. Oh, that that's is a like a younger person's schedule, though, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, and then to, to round this out, that's the thing that we... I believe we probably agree on the one thing we absolutely don't want to see is cancellation after cancellation late start Mm -hmm. after late start based on you know health or fatigue or anything like that uh that would be boring that's not controversial that's just boring and also i have to say her fans are now at an age Mm -hmm. where if they're left out in the cold air where the public transport's not running anymore that could do some serious harm to this particular population of madonna fans they're already wheezing and gasping for air at the best of times. <laughs> are you calling it the madonna fans old uh, just slightly i mean a lot of them use canes put it that way oh no <laughs> oh well David Tim, but, does it fashion, but, of course. but she has a lot of fans <laughs> that are younger too so tori she doesn't she doesn't have a lot of young fans Except again, your family members, but really, I mean, <laughs> you I mean, the, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, I think the youngest Madonna fans today are like in the mid 30s, yeah. Uh, yeah. There are the exceptions, there are the exceptions. So, so those Why remixes not? didn't grab any new fans, <laughs> no, 
No. Oh God, no. I cannot. <laughs> no. Yeah. Let's round this out by letting people know where they can find you. Where can people find you, Henrik, if they want to reach out and have a chat? I mean, mostly they can find me on my Instagram, the real one, Henrik Larsen, and I'm also on my YouTube page. Uh, gosh, I forgot the name because of that. I do Eurovision, I do Eurovision content on my YouTube channel, and uh, yeah, and uh, if sorry, I need to find my name. <laughs> I cannot even remember the whole thing. My I think it's Henrik. Sorry, Henrik Larsen Eurovision channel on YouTube, and uh, the real one, Henrik Larsen on Instagram. Just send me a DM. No bigger fan of Eurovision than Henrik and David. What about yourself? Do you even I'm want people geek. to reach out? Actually, I don't have an Instagram page. <laughs> so. <laughs> so people can't find you, in other words. And no. you're just happy that way. <laughs> Absolutely. This man is busy. Yeah, they, they can just look up David in the white pages and they so might you're not, in, you're not on Facebook either? I am on Facebook, yes. You don't want people to know where you are? Well, Have you seen um, this man's selfies? He's killing it. He's like, don't do it, don't do it, Tori. Yeah, yeah but David's actually worried he's going to get some heat. So, yeah, he's not going to yeah. tell people where they can find him. What about you, Tori? Oh, well, I'm Tori Sands on Facebook. So that's T-O-R-R-E-S-A-N-Z. And then I'm also on Twitch because I DJ. So I'm uh, oh, twitch.tv cool. forward slash we live to the number two. We live to get funky, yeah. And I'm and I do like a lot of I do Madonna, but I do a lot of print stuff. That's why it's called funky. <laughs> Absolutely, a, lot of, stuff, a yeah. lot of great feedback from your Prince podcast. If people want to go and look that up as Thank well, you. quite a few people saying, "Oh, I didn't know that about Prince, and I learned this about Prince." So that's really good. That's what we wanted from that one, Tori. Yeah, and thanks that's for awesome. all your help I appreciate on that. It, yeah. This has yep. been really fun, and do you know Thank what's you, going to be even more fun is listening back to this in about six weeks' time when yep. she's been arrested. When oh <laughs> you're shady hoe, you're such a shady hoe. <clears throat> when she's cancelled half the shows, <laughs> when she refuses to tour the Middle East because of their policies on whatever. Yeah. Uh, I really do. I'm hand on heart predicting this is going to be the most controversial tour of her career, and so that too. is saying something. This and woman, I'm all here for. I'm wants, all here for it. Yeah, check out her latest TikTok. Like her latest TikTok, it's like honestly, she's like she's hot. Look at her. Just look at her. Look. Just check it out. But I would love to come back so Tim, so we could talk about for the people that actually attended the tours. The shows or whatever. Let's yes, do it. I will try. To, I will. I will try to go on um, in student when she comes to Stockholm in the month. I try. I'm gonna awesome. scratch for the last tickets. I'm gonna see her. It's gonna be fantastic. Thank you, friends. Yeah. Thank, thank you so much. Tim. Thank you for having us. I wanted to add one All more right, thing, just... Tim, as well. Yes. Yes, David. Hello. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, oh great. No, I heard the little pop too. We're about just, 10 minutes behind, but we can add, hear you. I hope she can go the share route. And I like what Cher does in her, in her shows. She does montages on the screen of past clips of her most iconic, you know, stages in her life. Like Rock and Roll Hall Faints snippet, you know, her Grammy wins snippet, you know, past tour snippets. I think that would be very cool. I'm going to start preparing the PowerPoint presentation right now, David. <laughs> I think you have a lot to work. I have, think you have a yeah. lot to work with. But Madonna's got like 10 more years for that, right? 
I mean, we have to respect the woman's career. She has been doing this for 40 years, so amen. Sometimes amateurs know best, and a lack of professionalism is all you'll hear on the Time to Talk show. Join Tim and his panel of guests as they wade their way through a range of news, music, and pop culture treats. Time to Talk, the show hosted by amateurs for unprofessional listeners. Amateurs, is this the best that they could do? Eric Alper, he's a Canadian music correspondent, blogger, and radio host. G'day, Eric. That is me. Round of applause. Oh, listen to the thousands of people. Look at the beautiful audience standing in front of me. That's so great. It looked like that they haven't eaten in days. Could you recognize the Australian applause? It's a very particular type of applause, Eric. It is. Um, the, um, the UK applause is subtle, and they tend to be a, about a couple of octaves lower when they when they uh, shout. Little the fairy the song. Claps, right? They're, Little they're fairy like, claps. ooh. Um, <laughs> Canadians, you know, politely applause. Um, but it, it depends on what show you see. Because if you see an artist that's under the age of 30, their audiences don't applaud anymore. They scream. And yeah. then they wait in silence for the next song to happen. It's very strange. My daughter is 20 and I've seen a whack of shows with her and all of her favorite artists, they don't applaud anymore. Uh, Madonna though, seems to be playing a lot of um, arenas. Uh, so that's going to be loud. I think that's going to be older people screams, which might be a little bit more like, going to see a horror movie in a movie theater where not that that not that she is but it's going to be a very adult like scream of like let's go and have fun and remember what it used to be 40 years ago Let, let's just call it what it is it's going to be ten thousand elderly gay men wheezing that's what it's going to sound like right all at once and we're here to talk about madonna of course and as a music and entertainment enthusiast, tell me, have you been following the Madonna saga unfolding over the past few months? Yeah, especially because she posted something on, I think it was on Instagram, and she posted a little bit of, of the behind-the-scenes photo, and it looks like that one of her legs or one of her knees is wrapped mm -hmm. up, which is normal. It, mm -hmm. It's when you are a singer, dancer, and you move around a lot on stage. I'm sure Beyonce has had a bunch of of heating pads on her. Um, I'm sure Mick Jagger goes for you know a nice rub down in a sauna. I totally get it, but of course with Madonna, the concern is that she had this problem with the knee, and that photograph just inflamed people's curiosity. Let's go back a step, though. I mean, it wasn't long ago that Madonna collapsed and was taken to the ICU and stayed there for days. Uh, it was scary stuff. I mean, you, you would have been around for the big three, the megastars of the 80s. But we don't have megastars like that anymore. We've lost Michael. We've lost Prince. Did it dawn on you that it's not a game anymore when Madonna was sort of felt like she was on death's door? Yeah. It, and, and I think that might have been a little bit more calculated than what people realize. It's yeah. very easy, no matter who you are, no matter how big you are, to go into any sort of medical treatment without the entire world knowing about it. Um, but I think that, that Madonna's team w was absolutely feeding 
information out to the media and to the fans about how dire it was. And sometimes you do that. I'm not saying that she did, but sometimes you do that in order to give the fans um, a little bit of a scare, a little bit of sympathy, a little bit of of underdogness. Hang a on, bit you're, of, not of you're not yeah, suggesting. I'm, I'm not saying that that she wasn't as sick. But there's a little I, bit of I, motivation to buy tickets. Is that what you're saying? A, a little bit, yeah. I, all of those things, you know, the the fact, uh, you know, the postponement part of it that costs money. You know, that costs. But I, I'm look. I, I've never been in the room where this has happened. But I look. I, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on a wicked conspiracy hat Go on. here. Um. It wouldn't surprise me if there were opportunities for massive companies to say, if we do this and we pay out the insurance and we pay out the fine, then this might actually generate tens of millions of dollars worth of free publicity. This is an industry that people would sell their mothers for a hit. So something tells me that with the laser focus attitude that you have to have, again, it's just it's just me really early in the morning going, yeah, what if but they decided to do this? Do you like, know what, could Eric, you believe in it? And I would be like, absolutely. They would you know what? So, I've got to say that regardless of whether it was true or if there's a conspiracy or not, there is no question the data is in. The, the ticket sales have gone through the roof because people are now thinking is this the last time that i get to see madonna on a tour of this scale i i think a lot of people and a lot of music fans are realizing that these artists are getting older just like we all are um bruce springsteen yesterday just announced that he was canceling his september shows over an ulcer mick jagger and and keith and ron wood just announced their 32nd album um, Hackney Diamonds, and they're rumored now to go out on tour for 2024. Um, this year, we have lost so many amazing musical artists. In fact, you know, over the weekend, we lost three. We lost Gary Wright and Steve from Smash Mouth and Jimmy Buffett. Um, so I think that uh, music fans are realizing that every show, every tour might be the last time that you see these artists. And in the case of Madonna, she rarely tours like this. I mean, this is probably easily going to be her biggest, you know, at least highest grossing tour in her history. But you the fact that it's, it's a the greatest call, history tour is massive too. That's a very big call because she is in the Guinness Book of Records as the highest grossing female act. You reckon this is going to top them all, do you? I, it's going to top, I think, everybody, maybe except for Taylor Swift and, and Elton John. It is absolutely going to be up there. I think so far they've sold, it's something like 1.3 million tickets so far and at the average price of $400. Incredible. That, that's somewhere around, you know, that could be anywhere between 700 and 800 million. But I think Taylor Swift has her eye on forever being the, the number one highest grossing tour. And then, you know, Taylor Swift will tackle on dates in order to, if she's close to 2 billion, because she's easily going to crack that $1 billion mark. If she's 
1.7, 1.8, she's probably going to announce another 15, 20 tour just so that shows just so that she can actually crack that 2 billion. I mean, and her, her, I mean, she's just zipping on another planet. Madonna though, I think has a life outside of the tour base. So she won't necessarily start extending the tour and of course, Taylor has the youth behind her. She can she can actually do that. Now, I, I want to re. I'm, we're on the cusp of the celebration tour commencing, which is really exciting. But I just want to go back just a step. Let's give everyone the benefit of the doubt that there was genuine medical emergency here. Is three months enough? Do you think um, for her to get back on the horse, so to speak? Yeah, because we only know about those three months. We also we we really don't know as as the general public, how long this has been in the works for. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Normally, these tours are booked a year, maybe even 18 months in advance in order to get the dates blocked um, and to get that tour writing, to get the staff, to get the lighting and the sound and the crew and the roadies and the catering, all people blocked off because there's, you know, when you're a Madonna, Elton John, Taylor Swift, Rolling Stones, Coldplay, you too, you want the absolute Beyonce, you want the absolute best people on your team and sometimes when you are taking a Beyonce tour that's what you do for the next year and you know in some cases you may not be able to do any other tour for a certain period of time before and after so you are always at the the beck and call of the artist while you're under their staff so something like the Madonna tour even though that we may think that it's been three months for all we know and it's probably likely that she's been practicing and working out and going over everything for the last year and a half just secretly what we do know is that we've seen Madonna bike riding, lots of walking. We've seen her continuing on with her rehearsals. Do you think that they might have to modify the show that was originally there before she had the... Do you think she's come back and health-wise she's had to go, look, this needs to be a little bit less intense in this section? Yeah, I I think so. But I think it's always one of those day-to-day things where the fans won't even notice. You know, Mm -hmm. there might have been a number or a song where Madonna is going to be singing and dancing at the same time in front of her backup dancers, where um, instead of that, she will be off to the left-hand side of the stage, waving to the crowd, or the right-hand side of the stage doing that. So it won't necessarily be you know, Madonna sitting in a chair like Dave Grohl with a broken leg or Phil Collins during the entire last run of Genesis. But yeah. there will pro- there there easily could be, you know, modifications that the fans won't even blink because they don't even know what they're seeing just yet. Okay, let's get to the main course. The last few times that Madonna has toured, and that's the Rebel Heart and the Madame X after that, negative publicity has absolutely followed her from city to city. And and not the kind of negative publicity that she's been courting, you know, for scandal. We're talking late starts to shows, breaking the venue curfews, cancelling shows, literally telling the audience to suck it up when she's late, uh, having a feud with her own son, public transport not available for fans because she's gone too late and they're stranded in the city. Do you anticipate the same for this tour, Eric? Are we going to see negative publicity all over the shop? 
we're going to see negative publicity anyway. And it's probably going to be written by male writers or, you know, with a little bit of misogyny in there, whether it's up front or whether it's not. Simply because she's doing something that very, very, very few artists in music history has been able to do, which is just survive. Um, you know, she's always been uh, a lightning rod for controversy. Um, people think Guns N' Roses starting an hour late back in the day was very rock and roll and very cool. And they, you know, they couldn't be bounded by time, man. But when Madonna does it, it seems to be, um, you know, you know that she's offending the audience and she uh, she devalues what her audience is all about. She gets way more crap thrown at her simply because of her openness about topics like sex and religion and feminism heading into the mainstream conversation and that ruffles the feathers of a lot of people especially older male white journalists i'm not gonna lie i'm i'm worried because the one thing madonna could always say no matter what was thrown at her as you say and a lot is she could put on a hell of a show and that's what does the talking however there have been little glimpses since the knee injury a couple of years ago that happened around Madame X like for example she got up with Maluma um, and it wasn't good and I'm her I'm one of her biggest fans and I'll forgive her anything yeah. Eurovision um, a few years back really bordering on yeah, like gritting of the teeth type performance do you reckon she's still got it in her to put on a hell of a show I think so. I think she, you know, when you, any artist, whether you are a 16-year-old snot-nosed kid playing guitar for the first time, or whether you're a singer, or whether you are 70 or 80 years old touring for the 19th or 20th time on a world tour, like an Aerosmith, for instance, you have to have that laser focus in order to make it. And there are still some artists that when you release a song or an album and it debuts at number 16 of the charts that week, you still hate all the 15 artists that are above you. That's what it takes to be dedicated and to um, continue to want to do this. Because even though that it may sound and look really great, that you get the love and applause and screams of adoring fans of 40,000, 50,000 people a night. You get to stay in the best hotels in the world with the finest service and eat the best food and get the best medical care that any human being on the planet can ever ask for. It is absolutely a grind and it's a lonely road to go down if you want to not only be um, you know, the best but last this long. So I think she had to think really long and hard about do I want to end potentially my performing life this way? Do I want to be like a soccer player or a baseball player or a football player and sign that one more contract for a year, make boshes of money, but ruin the ruin my reputation in history if I stink for the whole year? There are some artists who will be like, I want the money. I don't care. I'm going to give them the show. They should just be really happy that they're in the same building as me, breathing my rarefied air and looking at me. But there are certainly a lot of artists that absolutely care about where their fan base wants to put them in the greatest artists of all time. So I think Madonna 
definitely falls into the latter category. I think she's going to do her best. I think it might be a little bit wonky for the first couple of shows, but most tours like this are just, um, and you know, we're just going to all find out at the same time what happened. But, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that specifically about, um, about past shows or, or what she's going through for health wise. I got to tell you though, as a publicist, it didn't, it doesn't matter if, if I'm working with an artist that has sold out tours and arenas around the world, or if it's a brand new baby band that is going out on the road for the first time, I'm still worried about getting into car accidents with them. You know, I'm still worried about if they get food poisoning, eating at a McDonald's or eating at the finest restaurants in the world. I'm still worried about the same things that you and I worry about our family about like, are they going to wake up with a sore throat? Are they going to get COVID? Are they going to, you know, end up with a late flight, even if it's a private plane? All those things affect, um, you know, how they're going to be performing on stage. And uh, it'll be, it'll be fascinating though, because it, I mean, we're going to head into, I mean, think about it for, for a moment that from now, or at least October, from, from now until, 2025 the two biggest artists that we are going to hear nothing about are going to be madonna and taylor swift exactly in my opinion i think uh her biggest fear would be ambivalence so therefore shock factor is going to be big i would say i know we're running short of time i just want to ask you you've spoke a lot about her legacy there and i suppose the gamble of legacy that she might be playing with here what is madonna's legacy at this stage of her career would you say oh i mean one of if not the greatest women performers and forget about women the one of the greatest performers that that the music industry and music world has ever seen. I mean, we're, we're still going to be talking about Madonna a hundred years from now. Um, and because there's no reason to believe that the music of the stones and Springsteen and the Beatles and the who and Taylor and Beyonce, Justin Bieber, Drake aren't going to be listened to for the next 60, 70 years, becoming the new classical music of the 1700s and 1800s. There's, you know, um, you know, what we've seen in the last couple of years are a lot of artists selling off their catalog, the ability for third-party companies like venture capitalist companies or record labels owning now the master recordings in order to exploit them for television or movies or advertising or Broadway and things like that. Um, Bruce Springsteen sold his catalog for a rumored $350 million. Bob Dylan did. Neil Young did. Um, so those companies are going to want their money back. And they're going to want them back as fast as possible because it's an investment for them. So there's no reason why we're not going to be listening to Madonna music over the next hundred years. Um, well, it's going to become even more rare as AI could spell terrifyingly the death of the human artist. I think, Eric, listening to you, you're very similar to me. I think you're, you're getting ready to hold on to your hat here. Possibly grab the popcorn as we watch her start this celebration tour. Can you let <laughs> us know, how can people find you, Eric? How can people find you online? Yeah. Oh, well, online, they can find me at that Eric Alper. And in person, they can find me probably on the 500 sections of the Madonna show. That's how <laughs> uh, Yeah, but that EricAlper.com is the website and they can go follow social from there. 
It's been fantastic talking to you, Eric. I'm, I'm so excited that there's other people as excited as I am to see what she has up her sleeve for the celebration tour. It's going to be a corker. Thanks so much for having me, man. It's so good to talk to you. Hi, this isn't Kylie Minogue, and I love listening to Time to Talk. Hey, Terry, how are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Madonna's celebration tour has been an arduous journey for you, hasn't it? You said it's been miserable. It's, it has. It's been miserable. And uh, first, I was really excited when she announced it, but then we had the postponement, and we'll get into that in a minute. And I refunded some shows yesterday when they chaotically announced the rescheduling without really announcing it. And then I had one show in Phoenix in January where I managed to score a front row ticket at face value for, I think, six forty three seventy or something. That show got canceled. I don't know why they kept selling tickets for it if they were going to end up canceling it. And then tonight I ended up just, I'm 45 minutes away from Denver and I, I was, I'm just done. Well, how many shows were you going to go to? I was going to go to five. Wow. So you are a big Madonna fan. You, you must go back some ways with her. I go back to when she when I when everybody first came out uh that was the first thing I ever heard from her in late 82 wow so you really are you know your stuff you're you're a true madonna devotee and you were going to go to five shows yeah. when did the so okay i'm i'm curious when was that point where it went from the excitement of being a super fan going to five shows to being really upset and disappointed was it around the time where she got sick it was around the time that she got sick and the way that it got announced uh on instagram i was like oh i got home and i'm not gonna lie i actually told my friend i said are you sure that she's sick i said maybe this is a farce because of the ticket sales and you know when you're talking to another really hardcore madonna fan like they sometimes get in denial with some things, but see, I'm one of those eyes wide open kind of people. Like I see it for what it is, you know? So can I just ask what, when you said to your friend, Hmm, I'm a little bit skeptical here. Yeah. What are you suggesting was, were the celebration tickets not selling out? Is that what was happening? That's, that's what I was suggesting. Yes. Do you All still right. feel like there was something a bit suspicious about it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, tell me why. Because I don't see how to... Okay, sh let's go back to the whole Instagram. Guy announces on Instagram that she was hospitalized in ICU and for several days. And I think it was like four days that passed. So that's me, not several days. That's four days. I thought it was very odd that like nothing was being said about her. And I saw it on CNN that day that, you know, she, you know, because obviously they're getting the information from Instagram and, you know, it's Madonna and the news. They made a story of it, but it wasn't a really big story. You know what I mean? It was really like brief. Uh, so, you know, a couple of weeks later, 
suddenly there's like this pop-up image of her on a street corner in New York City. I've been to New York City. I have saw her there. New York is a busy place. I don't know of any place in New York in the daytime where it's quiet and you see two or three people. And so that picture to me, honestly, it looked superimposed. Uh, because her booty was not big like it is now. I noticed her booty was smaller, unless that's a pad or whatever. So can I cut to the chase? You're, <laughs> if, if, if we were to, you know, venture down that path with you, that, you know, the ticket sales were poor and so this is a hoax, let's call it what you're calling it, yeah. do you think that the objective of that was to get more interest in the tour and get more people buying tickets because it might be their last chance to ever see her live and is that right. what you're, you're suggesting here um yeah but i also think that because some markets were not selling really well like nashville um you know even the phoenix show that i had the front row ticket to and tulsa there was a few markets in in there that were not selling well and you know getting to the point here i noticed yesterday on the cancellations for these particular shows that they all got wiped out and now things are going to like a bigger market wow you know, okay. you know like i just find it really odd that you would you know postpone so many shows leave certain ones that are in 24 on sale and then when you get it together like markets that were not selling as well did you move them to la and new york wow uh, so the I, rescheduling has caused you even further uh, suspicion suspicion oh yeah yeah right. because markets that weren't selling as well i noticed that they're gone do you really think that she would compromise her integrity by pulling off a stunt like this, basically you're calling it almost insurance fraud. She's found a reason to cancel or uh, condense shows into different locations. Do you really think that's in her character? I don't think that's in her character, but I think it's in her ego. Mm. I don't think that her, I think that maybe, and, it, and I'm not trying to get into conspiracy theory or nothing because I'm not that kind of a person, but logically I just cannot grasp the fact that, you know, Mr. I understand, but, you know, I understand that people get sick. I get it. But, like, I don't understand how she would keep working with the fever for a month and not go to the doctor because a person of her stature and who she is, go to a doctor. I mean, I would if I had a fever. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't risk that unless she sees something different than I do. That but is interesting, that, because I think a lot of fans know, you know. Look, let's be honest. For the ordinary man, going to a doctor can actually be hard, making the appointment, the cost of it. But for Madonna, you don't have to go to the doctor. The doctor comes to you, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, in fact, we saw that in Truth or Dare. Ah, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> so you started off with the celebration tour going to five shows with friends and whoever. How many shows are you going to now? None. Wow, Terry. Yeah. I'm just going to level with you as one big fan to another. You're a bigger Madonna fan than me. I, I, I love her to bits. But you're yeah. a bigger fan than me. I'm going to concede that. How yeah. can I convince you 
to make sure you go. I don't want you to regret missing out on the celebration tour. And let's be honest, every tour could be, you know, the final big one. Um, we never know. How can I convince you to go? I don't want you to have regrets. Oh, I'll go. I mean, I look at it like this here. There in Denver, there there are still tickets in other places. I was trying to avoid pit tickets and stuff, but I think for right now, I think that I feel like that I need to recover some money uh, from the tour. Not because I need it, because this is one tour that I was able to afford the very best seats, and I got lucky for good for you. Yeah, I literally, like, I got lucky at every show. I was next to the stage, next to the catwalk, and, you know, all the seats were really good. Even scored a, a front row ticket for a show that was going to happen that they replaced it with L.A. now, <laughs> a front row ticket, you know, which I'm not, I'm not bitter, like, as what Madonna would say and what she said. I'm not bitter about it. I just think right now, I just think that for the time being, I'm just very turned off with everything. I, she looks good, but I'm going to add something here. I mean, for somebody that was as sick as they say, I mean, seriously, she went to Lisbon. She went to Beyonce's concert. Uh, she hung out with her boyfriend that's the boxer. I'm not saying that, doubting any of that, but I mean, I really think that if somebody's that sick, like what they were saying, that you're not going to be out running around. And I'm not one of those kind of fans that, Oh, poor Madonna, poor Madonna, because everybody gets sick. Listen, Terry, I can hear the disappointment in your voice. You're, you're turned off is the expression you use at the moment, yeah. but you never know. Once she gets back, this is and kicks off in October or whatever it is. I think it's October. Hopefully yeah. you'll get that Madonna spirit back. And I know you want to get it back, but it's just that you've got your doubts at the moment, right? Right. I I do have my doubts right now. I need to see the tour kick off. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and and I'm not the only one. There's a lot of older fans. I, I look. I'm 55 years old. I'm a, I've been around this woman her entire career. I followed every move that she's made, uh, and she continues to make. But what I've saw lately with her, you know, it it's a lot of. Like, I don't really have a lot of faith in her because I did get to go to Madame X and I did see her four times. She actually sat right next to me in Chicago, like literally right next to me. Did she ask for your credit card? My God, that tour was just a big give me your yeah. cash type of deal, wasn't it? No, yeah, I guess. But you know, <laughs> I'm the daughter fan. I'm but joking. Really, no, I know. It didn't really matter to me, actually. Uh, she sat next to me at the uh, the first show in Chicago, and I didn't realize it, but they had brought a guy down. I didn't even know who he was, but he was Chris Rock. And oh, this, yeah. So she was talking to him, and uh, literally, like, she asked him a question, and uh, she didn't like the answer, and she turned and looked at me eye to eye and rolled her eyes, and so that was kind of a, uh, you know, I mean, in in my whole. Madonna fandom. I've always had really good experiences with her. Like yeah. I, I've had a lot of nice close encounters that have been very pleasant. Primarily because I know not to like reach for her. I know not to do certain things because you know I know what she likes and what she doesn't like. And I I really don't want to be like I don't want to mislead people and have people to think that I think that she was faking being sick. I think maybe she was sick or whatever, but. 
or maybe she, you know, I'm going to say it, maybe she had some face work done or, you know, something, you know. Listen, Terry, you've, you're a Madonna fan with a really open mind, and that is a great thing because some Madonna fans, as you said at the beginning, don't. You're keeping an open mind. But listen, let's let's leave it at this. You've had lots of beautiful, exciting moments with Madonna throughout your lifetime. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's, let's both um, hold on to the hope that there are a hell of a lot more to come, and this is just a hiccup, okay? So I want you to I want to pick your spirits oh. up a bit, Terry. I, I can hear you're disappointed, but let's get that. Let's get the oomph back. Well, you know, I, I know that she'll rebound from it, but yep. I really feel like that Madonna needs to, like, okay, I guess another point of view I have is that, you know, again, it goes back to the sickness. I was kind of hoping that, if she got sick, whatever it was, I was hoping that it would humble her. But when I watched her video today where she did the Leo thing, because that's her ego, I get it. She's a Leo. She's very vain and all that. And you pop out, you know, something, you know, Leo time. And I get it. But I still, it's, you know, if you're sick, you know, be sick. If you're well, you're better, be better. Uh, you know, I, to me, it's just, you know, you're going to out on a street corner, then you're at a Beyonce concert, you're hanging with your boyfriend, and then you're on your way to Lisbon. And, you know, meanwhile, you have, like, all the fan base that are, like, grieving, and they're hoping that their idol is okay. And, you know, and I know that she's tough and stuff, but you know, to me, I, I just think that the whole thing of her being sick, I think that she could have been announced better than an Instagram post from her manager. You and I have that in common. I think that her management didn't consider the fans as much as they should have. Let's leave it on this, Terry. I've got to say there there was a moment of humility there when she blew out the candle. I don't know if you saw this. She said, I'm happy to be alive. I did say that, yeah. Terry, you're a very good man. You keep your chin up, okay? I will. Isn't Terry such a sweet Madonna fan? I love talking to you, Terry. Thanks so much for that. And thank you for listening today. Quick correction. Yes, Kim is not from Sweden. Some of you, if you've hung around long enough for this correction, well done. Kim, of course, is from Finland. But, you know, I mean, you guys always mix Australia and New Zealand up, so I'm just going to do a little bit of, you know, China, Japan, Sweden, Finland, Canada, America, you know, there's all this racism and it's all over the place. It's not just me. My hand's on my heart. I'm not the only racist here, am I? Please, don't judge me. I'm trying my best. And... I really, really look forward to speaking to you next time. Enjoy that tension and let's keep looking forward to the Celebration Tour. Take care, everyone.